This podcast was recorded on October 7th, 2020. I'm here today with Dr. Danielle Gong with VCU Health's Emergency Medicine Department and a telehealth provider to help answer some timely questions about the cold and flu season in the midst of COVID-19. This is Healthy with VCU Health. I'm Scott Webb. So, Dr. Gong, thanks so much for being on today. We've got a lot to talk about, specifically now as we head into cold and flu season in the midst of COVID-19, in the midst of a pandemic. You know, how can we really tell the difference? Uh, these upper respiratory illnesses all sort of manifest themselves in similar ways. So how can we tell the difference between cold, flu, and COVID-19? Well, it really is almost impossible to tell the difference. Congestion, sore throat are all common symptoms in all of the illnesses, including colds, flus, and COVID-19. Most likely with COVID-19, you will have a, a cough and fevers and body aches, but oftentimes you'll have those with the flu as well. Loss of taste and smell seem to be more common in COVID-19 compared to other upper respiratory illnesses, so maybe that would be a indicator for you. And then there is definitely a component of shortness of breath and fatigue that seems to be pretty consistent across all individuals who get COVID-19 compared to other colds. But the flu also gives some people shortness of breath. So there really isn't a way to tell the difference between colds, flus, and COVID-19. Well, that's uh, particularly frightening, right? Because we all, as we're in the cold and flu season, we all get a little cough here and a little body ache there, and it really is hard to tell the difference. So what can we do when we think about what can we do as we head into cold and flu season? And I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about the flu vaccine, and we're seeing that pop up at all the local stores and doctor's offices. So why is the flu vaccine particularly important this year? So getting the flu vaccine will help many people avoid getting the flu. And because we don't really know completely how COVID-19 affects everybody, avoiding getting any type of respiratory illness, including the flu, is a good idea this winter. Getting the flu vaccine will help us with that goal, along with masking and social distancing. Getting the flu vaccine in October will allow everybody to be immune during the peak of flu season, which usually begins around November. And the only people who really should not get a flu vaccine are those who have had a severe allergy, such as anaphylaxis or the inability to breathe after getting a flu vaccine, and babies under six months of age. How does a person know when to seek care? As we've established here, you know, cold, flu, COVID, all pretty similar symptoms. So as to not seem like hypochondriacs and not rush to the doctor or rush to call our providers every time we have a little cough or something or congestion or body ache. How do we know which symptoms are the ones we should really be concerned about? You should probably call a doctor, your doctor, or another provider if you have fevers greater than 104 degrees Fahrenheit, accompanied with shortness of breath and severe coughing and extreme fatigue. If you're have risk factors such as diabetes, high blood pressure, other chronic illnesses, then you should definitely, even if you have just one of those symptoms, call a physician. Okay, that's good to know. And so let's assume that we've, uh, we either have the risk factors and or some or all of those symptoms and we make that call. What levels of care are available to people? 
So if you have a primary care doctor, that's a great first step. Usually, if you have an existing relationship, then they will know your medical history. They will be able to do risk analysis very quickly. And many practices will often offer you a video visit first, so you don't have to drive all the way across town to go see them. And they can kind of assess your risks and what kind of testing you would need first over the video. Virtual video visits are now becoming more and more popular. You should be able to find even a virtual visit through your health insurance card. Usually if you call the number on the back, they'll give you the ability to do a virtual visit with one of their providers as well. What to expect during the virtual visit? Your provider will basically talk to you the way they normally do in the office. And while they're talking to you, they're going to watch you and they're going to watch how you speak, how you finish your sentences, how fast you're breathing. They might ask you to give them your heart rate, so whether or not that's from your Fitbit or Apple Watch or, or just you taking your pulse on your wrist, they'll have you count out loud and they will convert your counting into a heart rate. If you have your own thermometer, they might ask you to take your temperature during your visit. If you have your own blood pressure machine, they'll have you take your own blood pressure. And they will and if it's a new provider, somebody that you've just seen through your health insurance card or through your primary care provider but they're not available, you're seeing somebody else in the office, they will probably ask you your previous medical history just to kind of give your risk of whether or not you need to be seen in person. And then in Virginia, and probably in most other states, the Department of Health's website will give you testing sites for COVID-19 and other respiratory illnesses, and your provider can help guide you through where to go to get additional testing if you need additional testing. At VCU, if you use our virtual urgent care, we will have the ability to order COVID-19 testing and send you to our various testing sites, whether they are drive through or you walk into a respiratory evaluation clinic, and then you see another provider to make sure that you don't need additional x-rays or anything like that. Then you can start off with this virtual visit and then end with either a test ordered that you can take on your own time or we will recommend that you see another doctor. Or if you are severely ill, we'll tell you to come into the ER and reassure you and explain to you what will happen. A lot of people talk about going to urgent cares and those are definitely an option. VCU doesn't have an urgent care option but in the Richmond area, there are quite a few urgent care options, including MedExpress, Patient First, and BetterMed. And after your primary care visit or your virtual urgent care visit, you may be referred to an urgent care. And then, obviously, we have the emergency room. So for those who are very ill, whether or not you use a video visit first, you're always welcome to be seen at the emergency room and evaluated. We have our main campus emergency room in downtown Richmond, as well as now a new freestanding emergency center at New Kent, and the New Kent facility has the ability to do x-rays and stabilize people, and it's very well equipped to handle sick individuals. You know, you mentioned about telehealth and televisits, and I had some experience with that myself during this uh, pandemic where uh, I needed to speak with my primary, and there was just no reason for me to drive over there and park and go into the office and deal with PPE, and so uh, they 
sent me a link. I clicked on the link on my phone, and all of a sudden, my doctor was on my phone, and we were having a video chat, and I'm sitting in my kitchen having a cup of coffee, talking to my doctor, and it allows my doctor to kind of see my home, uh, how I'm living. It, it allows us to you know refresh and re- renew prescriptions and things, and just go over some basic stuff that you know, really isn't needed to be done in person. So it's pretty fantastic. And if there are any positives that have come out of COVID-19, it's probably the telehealth and the televisits, right? Oh, yes, definitely. Both as a provider and as a patient, I have loved the new telehealth options that are available. I also did not really enjoy having to drive 30 minutes to go see my doctor and get my prescription refilled. So, Yeah, and of course, there are some visits you know, where the gold standard is still an in-person visit. But for a lot of these things, as you say, just to renew your prescriptions, why can't we just chat on our phones? It's really fantastic. You know, Dr. Gong, as we wrap up here today, we all want to stay as healthy as possible during cold and flu season, during a pandemic. So how do we do that? How do we stay as healthy as we possibly can? Eating well, exercising well, wearing a mask when you're out in public, socially distance is very important this year making sure that your plans for the holiday season, which are coming up, um, including Halloween, are with smaller groups and not large gatherings. And, of course, get the flu vaccine. They are starting to be widely available this year at you know, all of the convenience stores and healthcare systems, your regular physician's office, and wash your hands often. And once again, wear a mask and socially distance. And if we all do all of these things, we could really reduce the rate of colds and flus and COVID-19 this winter. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Gong, thanks so much for being on today. One of the great benefits of hosting podcasts is I get to talk to the healthcare heroes. I get to talk to the doctors on the front line, and I feel more prepared. Hopefully the listeners do as well. And of course, you stay well. And go to vcuhealth.org slash news for the latest updates on COVID-19 and flu season. And thanks for checking out this episode of Healthy with VCU Health. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library at vcuhealth.org slash podcast for topics of interest to you. Thanks, and we'll talk again next time.